You are listening to the Akron Abide Bible Study Podcast. For more information, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Abide. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Akron Abide Bible Study. My name is Michael Moose and I want to thank you so much for making us part of your day today. It truly is a blessing to hang out with you and share God's Word with you today. And we are continuing our series on the mind, transforming our thought life one thought at a time. How to think biblically in the Christian life, think with victory, and overcome the stress, anxieties, and worries of life. And we've been dealing primarily with Philippians chapter 4 in looking at this. Because in Philippians 4, the Apostle Paul kind of gives us the breakdown on how to have a secure mind in Jesus Christ. And throughout the chapter, he tells us that we have the victory. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 5 through 8, he tells us that we have victory over worry. In Philippians 4.13, he tells us that we have victory over weakness. And in Philippians 4.19, he tells us that we have victory over want in the Christian life. And so we've been dealing with that secure mind for the last couple of weeks, and uh, we've been dealing primarily with Philippians 4, verses 5 through 8, victory over worry, how to overcome worry in the Christian life. But now we're going to move to the second section in Philippians 4, where he tells us how to have victory over weakness. And to do that, we need to cling to Philippians chapter 4, and verse number 13. Now, Philippians 4.13 is hands down probably the most popular verse in the entire Bible, aside from John 3.16. And for good reason. It is literally the most powerful combination of words that you will ever understand. It is the verse that we can cling to and have promise, have power, have peace in the Christian life. This verse tells us that we have the victory. And it is so unbelievably written. It's amazing. You know it came from God's word. It's a beautiful promise. Notice what the Bible says there. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Do you realize the magnitude of God's greatness in this sentence? These simple words explode into small intakes of truth. There is so much doctrine filled into these 10 simple words. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. That is a beautiful promise that we have. And so for today's episode, we're going to break down that promise word by word in Philippians 4.13 and how to apply it to our lives. Because if we do that, we will have victory over weakness and we will be one step closer to developing the secure minds and to overcome that stress, that doubt, that worry, that lack of confidence in our life. All of that can be overcome by claiming this promise in Philippians 4.13. Now, first off, I want you to notice that this promise is a positive promise. Look at the beginning of that verse. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Now, when we look at this verse as a promise, that gives us hope, right? God promises us right there that we can. We can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. How cool is that? No more feeling inadequate. No more feeling unworthy. No more feeling overwhelmed. God's everlasting promise is that we are capable. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. That's a promise in the Christian life. And because of that promise, no matter what comes our way, we can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through the burdens of life. 
If you're dealing with a burden, if you're dealing with a trial, you can cling to the promise that you can accomplish what God would have you accomplish in spite of that burden. I can do all things through Christ. That's what the Apostle Paul is saying here. He says that he can do all things through Christ in Philippians 4.13. But remember what the Apostle Paul is dealing with at this time. He's writing this letter in prison, chained to a Roman guard nine day, about to be martyred, things aren't looking good for the Apostle Paul at all. He dealt with a thorn in the flesh. He was beaten and bruised. Things weren't looking good for him at all. But he says in verse 13, I can do all things. He can do all things through the burdens of life. Now, notice what he said a verse earlier in Philippians 4.12. He said, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. That word abased used there means to bring low, to bring to the grounds. Now, let me ask you something. Have you ever had a time in your life when you were brought low, when you felt all alone or discouraged? Well, Paul is saying right there in verse 12, I've been there. I've dealt with that before. I dealt with that burden. Paul knew what it was like to be discouraged, brought down, and made low. He understood feelings of rejection. He could relate to feelings of inadequacy and unworthiness. And uh, we experience those same feelings today, right? We feel like we don't have anybody. We feel rejected. We have that burden in our life. But you want to know something? We can say, just like the Apostle Paul, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. No matter the afflictions that we go through, no matter the abasement that we go through, no matter the burdens that we go through, we can say with the glad hearts and a hope and peace in our minds, we can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth us. I can do all things through the burdens of life. But not only that, we can also do all things through the blessings in the Christian life as well. You see, God not only gives us victory through the burdens of life, but he also brings victory during the blessings of life as well. Aren't you glad about that? God blesses us on top of our blessing. We never have to worry about running out of blessing in the Christian life. Things can be going good in the life of, of a Christian, of a child of God, and we can still experience the good life and be blessed on top of blessed on top of blessed. That's the beauty of the Christian life. There's never going to be a time where God says, all right, you've ran out of blessings. You got no more blessings for the day. You're, you're all out, buddy. No, that's not the case at all. We can do all things through blessings in the Christian life. The sky isn't even the limit for us as Christians. That's what we have in the Christian life. We can do all things through blessings. We can be blessed on top of blessed on top of blessed. That's what the Bible says. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That term there, all spiritual blessings, literally means every single spiritual blessing. You want to know what that means? Every blessing that we will ever have, or that we ever could have in our life, are in heavenly places in Christ. We're never going to run out of it. It's blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So we can do all things through blessings. We can do all things through burdens. But not only that, we can do all things through battles in life. You see, the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you entered a battlefield, a spiritual warfare going on. We've got an enemy, which is the devil, the world, the flesh, trying to get us to sin, 
trying to get us to miss out on God's blessings, trying to get us to fall and fail. But we need to remember now, in the middle of that, in the middle of those temptations, in the middle of those fiery darts from the wicked, this spiritual battle that we're going through, we have the victory. We have the victory in the Christian life because we're not fighting for victory, but we're fighting from victory. Amen. The victory was won at Calvary. Jesus Christ died on the cross and won for us. And that's what we need to cling to. We can do all things through the battles of life. That's where we get our strength. That's where we get our power. That's where we get our peace. Understanding that in the middle of the battle, we still have the victory. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me ask you something. If you're going through a tough time, you're getting run down, and you're having trouble with temptation, maybe you're going through some trials right now, and you feel like you can't go on anymore, I'm here to tell you that God has given you the victory to continue going on, to press on. We can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth us. That is a positive promise, and we see that in the beginning of that verse. A positive promise. But not only that, we also see... That's Philippians 4.13 is a powerful promise as well. He says, I can do all things through Christ. You see, that's where we get our power in the Christian life. It's not our power that causes us to accomplish all things. It is the power of Jesus Christ. Through Christ, we have access to the power of this promise. Now, how do we get his power in our life? Well, there's two primary ways he gives us this power. Number one, he gives us his power through redemption, through accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Because in our own strength, we can't get to heaven, we can't be forgiven, and we can't experience that power because we're sinners. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there is none righteous, no, not one. And there is a penalty for sin that you and I have. Because of our sin, the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is separation, separating us from God and his power, God and his promise. But the Bible doesn't stop by saying, for the wages of sin is death. It goes on to say, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Once you accept that gift of salvation... You recognize that you're a sinner, you repent of your sin, and ask Jesus Christ into your hearts. You're saved, you're born again, you're on your way to heaven, and now you've got the Holy Spirit inside of you to give you that peace, that power, and that promise in Philippians 4.13. And now because of that, you get to have a personal, one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus Christ. The moment you accept Christ as your Savior, you have Jesus Christ living inside of you, and you now have his power. And the Bible says that the same power that rose up Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that works in you today. Man, that's pretty powerful, right? That's amazing. And that's what we have with Jesus Christ. That's why we can gladly say, I can do all things through Christ. And the Bible says that throughout the scriptures. In Ephesians 6.10, the Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Ephesians 1.19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power? And then Ephesians 3.20 says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to his power to usward who believe. Literally, the power of Jesus Christ is in our hearts and in our life, and it comes through redemption. 
But not only that, his power also comes into our life through renewal, renewing your minds. That's what the Bible says in Romans 12 too. The Bible says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And that's where we get to transforming our thought life, thinking like Jesus, having the mind of Christ, putting off the old man, clinging to the new man, and thinking on things that are good, spending time with God, reading your Bible, talking with God. That's what renewal is. It's taking hold of the blessings and thinking like Jesus Christ. Those are the ways to experience that powerful promise. To have victory over weakness, you need to realize that we can do all things through Christ. So that's the second part of the promise. But then number three, the third part of this promise in Philippians 4.13 is it is a permanent promise. It's permanent for you and I. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. This promise is not temporary. No, it never runs out. It's a promise for yesterday, today, tomorrow, and for all eternity. And that term strength used there in verse 13 means to endue with power or to make strong. He literally is making you strong with his power and his strength. And we never have to worry about the strength or power of Christ running out. He's never going to run out of that power or that strength. So we will always have the promise of his power in us. We are continually made strong in Jesus Christ. Amen. But we need to claim that promise. We need to believe that promise. And we need to spend time in the presence of of God. So those are the three keys to that promise in Philippians 4:13. And if you take hold of that promise, if you spend time with him and you claim that promise in your life, you've got victory over weakness and you are one step closer to having that secure mind to overcome the stress, worries and doubts of life.